Warning! The podcast you're about to hear is very filthy. We say naughty words you would use as an adult anyway. It'll cause you not to eat your vegetables, and your mom generally thinks it's a bad idea. Any moment of the show that has any similarity to the history of any person living or dead, real or fictional, to real events are entirely unintentional and coincidental. Unless we're specifically noted otherwise in the cast and crew credits, all celebrity voices are impersonated, and no celebrity has endorsed any aspect of this show. Nick Nitro with me always is John. What's up, everybody? Oh boy, I don't know why I'm doing I don't know rat. why you did that either. I don't know. I should have sound like Zorak. Can you do Zorak? Not really. Let's try it. Um, I gotta think what it sounds like. I am Zorak. Yeah, it, it, it really wouldn't be that difficult. I am John. <laughs> Your yours is better, dude. Hey everybody, this is Brian. This is Zora. And we ate Space Ghost. And we like muffins and beans, buddy. <laughs> we love the beans. Because they make us cut muffins. <laughs> and I don't like mama and her socks. And I love cake and bologna sandwiches. <laughs> What's the images? I like them both, buddy. Oh, that was good. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit that was that was just that was too good I made myself laugh on that one like I'm yeah I'm teared up and everyone out there is going that was just not that funny <laughs> uh, welcome out to the good the bad and the geeky I'm Nick Nitro I, I, just to clarify this is not Brack and Zorak <laughs> I can see how you got confused yeah I know I mean cause it's like that one time during our 100th episode where something got weird with the board and we spoke French. Yeah, we did. That was so weird. It was weird. It was weird. So, um, yeah, if you, you know, let's plug the Ustream right away because that seems like the thing. We, we've been actually Ustreaming yeah. live. For about two, ten minutes at least. Ten minutes at least. Talking over Josh Groban, Sarah McLaughlin, <laughs> yeah. and Everclear. Some musical yeah. stylings. Yeah. So if you'd like to check out our Ustream, see it live and unedited, there's a button right above on the main I'd entry. it wouldn't be live when they click Well, it. right now when we're recording it, it's live. There you go. We record it live. We record it live. And it's without the sound effects. It's unedited. So you get to hear us, like, more or less likely me fuck up something on the board, <laughs> which is usually at least once every episode. And then also talk about weird tangent shit in between. Yeah, I don't know how we got on... I really don't... Yeah, I don't even remember how we got on that. Oh, you asked me about a song. What song puts you to sleep, or what music puts you... We got it. We got a, a Twitter email, which we'll talk later, which led to that conversation. Mm-hmm. And, uh... Oh, yeah. <laughs> I brought it up. I was the one who did it. brought it up, yeah. <laughs> oh, good times here at the Good, the Bad, and the Kiki. So, um... You know, just jump right into news. Sure. Alrighty. I don't know how to say this name, so I'm just going to put it right out Monet there. Monet Mazur. 
Actress Monet Mazur will be heading to Los Angeles for NCIS Los Angeles as a possible love interest for Chris O'Donnell. That's repetitive. I just want to say that. She's heading to Los Angeles for NCIS Los Angeles as a possible love interest for Chris O'Donnell, well, who's in NCIS Los Angeles. Yeah. That's super repetitive, but not as repetitive as before. Mm-hmm. Or it what? Never mind. <laughs> David Boreanaz, star of Fox's Bones, came down with flu-like symptoms and show production was halted temporarily due to a swine flu. I have repeated myself there. Yeah, you did. See, this is what happens when I prepare myself early. I get things ready early. I still mess up the the the, the type <laughs> script. What it, what is it called? The news. No, the news times. Okay. <laughs> Apparently, broadcasting school has done well for me. As previously reported, MTV is going forward with airing the late DJ AM's intervention-style reality series, Gone Too Far. The show will premiere Monday, October 12th at 10 p.m., and it is officially okayed by the family, so yay. Artists? Mm-hmm. They've oh. given their approval for it. They say that their big press release was... MTV DJ agent would probably like this kiss ass yeah um for fans of Desperate Housewives, expect a huge mid-season cliffhanger as a plane crashes on Wisteria Lane, literally. And then the cast of Lost walks out. That would be hilarious, <laughs> and I would actually what give a damn about Desperate Housewives. Yeah, that'd be kind of funny though. Really, that, wouldn't it? that really would be, or like these like three characters, like maybe, or or like maybe. Uh, Matthew Fox as uh-huh. Jack and uh, Terry O'Gillum as as Locke yeah. and have him just sit there and go uh, uh, we need a man it's like oh quickly someone's injured it's like we need a man of science and a man of faith and they just look <laughs> and it's like not us or something stupid like that uh-huh. that would be funny <laughs> or you could someone just read off the numbers and have Hurley just go oh my god oh my god oh my god the numbers they're cursed I'm cursed yeah all the house numbers are just <laughs> oh yes oh that is good <laughs> but wait, uh, for those who are fans of Chuck, this is no joke, because uh-huh. they're huge fans of the show Lost. Okay. One of the things that he flashes on in the pilot episode is Oceanic Flight 815. Oh, yeah? His disappearance, yes. <laughs> Which I think is a little interesting thing. Um, the first five minutes, as a matter of fact, we sort of watched it. Uh, yeah. Disney's The Princess and the Frog is now available online via YouTube. No, um, what else is on YouTube? Our bathroom sessions. Look at that. Yes. Look up GBG and bathroom <laughs> sessions, and you will find them. <laughs> that, was, that was good. That was good. Um, Louis Lettier's remake or reinvention of Clash of the Titans has had a few pictures sneak online featuring Liam Nielsen as the God of Thunder Zeus. It does actually look pretty cool. Yeah. Um, I think you can go like aintcoolnews.com and find them there, mm-hmm. and they lead to the original site. Hmm. Um it's been released that Roman Polanski has not been offered bail from Swedish officials. Um, or let me rephrase that. That is the great <laughs> spelling of Swedish. <laughs> I spelled Swedish. Swedish. I can't even say it right either. S-W-E-E-D-I-S-H. Swedish. <laughs> yeah, but isn't that how you spell it? Swedish. Swedish. I'm pretty sure there's only one E. Okay. <laughs> I s- copy. That's what it's called. It's called copy. <laughs> Broadcasting school has not failed me. It has. Um, yeah, the, the Roman Polanski thing. <laughs> His bail from the Swedish people has been denied. So that sucks for him. Hmm. I mean, that's. But then again, though, don't rape thirteen-year-olds. Yeah. 
Uh, shows Top Chef and Californication have been renewed. For those who like those shows. <laughs> um, Nip Tuck's Roma Mafia will be joining Dexter as a possible wrench in Dexter's Marriage in Season 4. Um, which, by the way, Season 4 was... That was about it. Well, I I have to get through three seasons. I did the God. Three. Or, yeah, three. <laughs> Glorious Bastards. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's like, I'll have three, please. <laughs> it's like, your friend fucked up when he... Anyway. Spider-Man and Pineapple... Okay, this caught me by surprise. Yeah. Spider-Man and Pineapple Express star James Franco. Um, he played Harry Osborne, the third green... Well... The, the third movie's Green Goblin, or the New Goblin, whatever the fuck he called himself in that, is joining General Hospital. His multi-episode stint begins November 20th, and they're saying he's a full-time cast member. It's they, the, it's, the press release was sort of weird. It treated it like it was a multi-arc, like he's a guest star, uh-huh. but they said he's officially a cast member. And they said the reason why he did it is because he wants to do everything in his career. Like, he wants to be all over the spectrum. And I'm like, oh, so you don't want to just make bad movies. You want to make bad TV as well. Yeah. Because, no, no. to be fair, though, he was in Freaks and Geeks, uh-huh. the show, which is a huge cult favorite. Matter of fact, that's the thing that sort of made Judd Apatow a, a huge hit. Because that show was done by him. It has Jason Segel, James Franco, Seth Rogen, uh-huh. and the, what's the real geeky kid? He was in Tropic Thunder. Um, Jay Bershanel or whatever. Oh, okay. He's, he's in, I think he was in that show too. Really? Yeah, so pretty much half of the, the Judd Apatow crew came from there. Um, where I've starred in, in that show. So, mm-hmm. I think everyone but Linda Cardellini, and that's be, well, and actually, that, Linda Cardellini dated Jason Siegel, and for Sarah Marshall and Forgetting Sarah Marshall is based after Linda Cardellini. Oh, yeah, you told me that. Yeah. Pretty interesting stuff. But no, yeah, I have no idea why James Franco is doing that. I mean, I mean, I understand you want to do different things, but like, once you do like something good, like Lost or freaking not General Hospital, not thank you, not <laughs> General Hospital. I, I, I just that, that buggles the brain. I don't understand. Um, I thought this was weird. Singer Shakira is joining Ugly Benny in the upcoming season for a guest star spot, maybe multi episode arc, which I just. Hmm. Yeah, I just think that's so weird and bizarre and sad. Because what's she going to do? Just shake her hips because they don't lie. Yeah, her delicious looking hips. <laughs> My God, it's a beautiful thing, man. Actually, I do like Shakira songs, like the ones that are like top forty. And I don't sure. listen to top forty stuff. I don't know what, why. Yeah, I think it's because I've seen the videos for them. Oh, <laughs> I don't know. Could be. It could be. I mean, she. I mean, have you seen her shake her hips? Her hips do truly not lie. They don't. They don't. They can. They can bust a move. They can switch. They're like the hip version of Abraham Lincoln. <laughs> they don't lie. Oh, you're the hip version. Yeah. I thought you meant hip as in it's cool, Daddy O. No, no, it's take the, it as you want. It's a hip version, as in. Yeehaw, buckle my hip with a karate kick. I don't know. Uh, that didn't make any sense. Um, the last bit of news, and there's been a lot of good buzz about this, which is surprising because it's Matt LeBlanc. 
<laughs> or LeBlanc. Yeah. Uh, Friends star Matt LeBlanc is returning to TV in a new uh, show on Showtime's 2010 upcoming show. It's called Episodes, and apparently it's about a satirical look at a British couple whose hit show, which is in the UK, is turned into a less funny and dumbed-down sitcom in the US. And apparently LeBlanc stars as himself in the US version of the sitcom. And everyone who's read the script has had nothing but very good things to say about it. Yeah. And I'm personally, I'm see, I like. Okay, have you seen Lost in Space? No. It's not. It's not a good movie, but it's not horrible either. Like LeBlanc is actually very serviceable in the role as was it the the first mate, you know, the action right. star guy. Yeah. He's not bad. The only problem is the movie didn't do that well, and it pretty much just shit can everybody's career. Well. Except for William Hurt, Hurt and Gary Oldman. I mean, those yeah. two are pretty much f- fucking gold. Yeah. But, uh... Because Lacey Chatbert, or she only did Mean Girls, but it was she was like one of the side girls. She wasn't Rachel McAdams. And we all know what happened to Rachel McAdams. She made sweet love to Ryan Gosling because of a notebook. <laughs> and that movie was sad. We don't want to remember sad movies. <laughs> sad, depressing movies. Like the one where Baby Jesus died. <laughs> that was so sad. Passion of Christ? Yes. No, okay, you know what the problem with that movie was? Here's the problem with that movie. Okay, I am all for showing the pain and suffering that our Lord, dear Jesus, went through. But there's a point where we get the point. Yeah. <laughs> because... Well, it's got to be... He wanted it to be accurate. Biblically accurate, I guess. <laughs> well, you know... That's fine, and I, I I really do appreciate that. But when the scene that it really isn't accurate. <laughs> well, I'm sure some of the beating stuff is. Mm-hmm. Uh, that stuff is like R- that's that's the thing. I can't remember what it is. Like after you go past a certain number, it's like bad, and they didn't want to go past a certain number. I, I can't remember what it was. How he gets how he gets whipped a certain amount of times. Oh, it's yeah. either I just I there's a certain amount that you can't go over, so they do two less just in case. And they actually someone loses over count. It. No, just in case someone loses count. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I don't know. It's it's weird all the stuff. But I mean, some of it's accurate, some of it's not. Well, yeah, I mean, here's the thing. And here's where my personal religion comes into the whole Passion of Christ thing. Sure. And people might get mad at me, and I apologize in advance, but I I believe, okay, I like to clarify. You don't apologize for your... Well, well, I mean, I don't want to offend other people, especially Mm. people who know me, who might think I'm, like, an actually really nice guy. I mean, and they're fucking sorely mistaken. Um, <laughs> he really is a dick. I am a dick. I if you don't believe me, ask. Jimmy we don't di- talk to anybody each other like before the show at all. We just come in. I just come in and sit down. We record and I leave. The sad thing is that's sort of true. <laughs> no, it's not. It's, well, we well, we text each other throughout the week usually, but um, or email. See, now I feel like a fucking dick, really, because sometimes it really is that way. It's yeah, like, I'm, are we doing the show this week? Yes. This time, yes. Okay, see you then. Okay, see ya. We're men of a few words. That's, we are. That's, well, we've also I did... like it like that, actually, because there's certain people, I won't name names, Nathan Haley, <laughs> that, like to, that like to send text message after text message of the same information, just worded differently. And now it doesn't say Dr. Cole. God love him, but 
Yeah, and so like, say hypothetically, if texting was based on how many characters there were per message, yeah, some of his messages are just like "yo" or "hey," or his responses is "yes," "no," which that's fine. Yeah, in some cases, but then it's followed with "cool Dr. J" or "the Jew Hunter," "bear Jew," or "the bear Jew." Yeah, that's right. Sorry. Yeah, the Jew so, Hunter is the other guy. Yeah, the bear Jew, and that's fine. But like, I just well, you you and I have discussed this before, sir, off off show, which is. We think it's stupid that sometimes well we we it's general phone etiquette. It's always weird when you talk to somebody on the phone because someone wants to get off the phone, the other person doesn't. And there's this weird, awkward bullshit in between. So it's just like you know what, just fucking hang up the phone. <laughs> and, but then you, you still come off like a dick. But we're just, we were both just like, well, if that ever happens, we know both know how yeah. we feel on the subject. And then you said, you know what I hate? Nathan does this all the time, and that is. It's just like it's easily implied. Like for tonight, you said, "Did you want any pizza or anything like that?" And I yeah. said, "You know what? No, thanks, though." And Nathan would, or some other people would probably carry that conversation into three more text messages. Yeah, be like, no problem, <laughs> no problem, and that's it. Or yeah, that's cool. Or they ask you another question, another text, and it's something that it's not important. You don't have mm-hmm. to ask them. Yeah, that's what you were saying. Yeah, yeah, Nathan does that. God I, love. I got another thing about cell phones. Oh, okay, yes. <clears throat> that this happens sometimes. My brother and I had this conversation the other day. Mm-hmm. I called him or he called me. I can't remember what way it was, but in the middle of the conversation, a phone, the phone dies or something. You know, you you hang up on the person, or the person hangs up on you. Not per, not purposely, purposely but yeah. just you know, just out of the blue, phone does that sometimes. Or you, you know, lose um, signal or whatever, and it hangs up. Right. What's the first thing that happens? Well, both people try to call each other back at the <laughs> same time, you know? <laughs> and then one person's like, you know, I'm not, okay, I'm just going to let him call it back, call me back. And in the meantime, the other person's thinking the same thing. So you go like a minute, no one calls each other, and then you call each other back, and you still like, you know, your signals like run into each other, basically. And you both get busy signals, and you keep doing it, and keep doing it. There needs to be, like, a rule. Like, say I call you. Right. I initiate the conversation. Oh, hi, John. How you doing? And then either one of our phones loses signal and hangs up on the person. Click, oh, If it was me or you, it doesn't matter. Okay. It should be my responsibility to call you back, right? Yeah. Rather than you say, oh, shit, I wonder what he was saying. Well... I'm going to call him back. It depends. So, if, if like, you're on speakerphone, or say, say we both have each other on speakerphone, and we, we set the phone down. Yeah. All right? And then I pick it up, and I hit the button, and I, I shut it off. Yeah. I would say, at that point, it is my responsibility to call you back, because well, I hung but up. but see the other person, but see, like, me that was calling you, is like, oh, I wonder what's going on there. I'll try calling him back. But that time, you're calling me back. You know well, what I mean? Okay, let's go one further. And just to say that instead of there being a rule, the phone company just needs to make a fucking thing on the cell phone that says your fo- that your partner has been disconnected on the phone because their phone fucking died yeah. and they have a horrible phone. I would rather... I don't know. Because <laughs> that, I mean, that, it, I mean, if we're we're almost so close to the flying car, yeah. depending to some people, we already have it. Yeah, we have a device that, by all means, could that's removing the god particle from. And I don't understand how we can transmit freaking signals across the the damn universe. Yes, you know, I can watch some 
crazy ass foreign president talking in his weird country. Didn't want to think of very much. And I can't get signal rece- phone reception like in my damn basement. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we have strong enough satellites and signals out there that can, you know. That bush shut up. Yeah. Anybody. Any, you know. It's probably made by the same company, actually. You know? But isn't it based after cell phone towers? Like, or isn't that what they tell us? I don't know. You would think so. Well, well, wait a minute. Do you have a three? Do you have a three G network though in yours? I don't have Verizon. I don't know what the hell three G is. Well, it's it's technically what uh, iPhone uses, okay. but like everyone's incorporating it now. It's the three. It's like you know, powerful shit. Oh. I think. I don't. I, I, I don't could think very I well do. be wrong. I don't think I do. Okay. Well, I mean, I, I doubt don't, it. I know I don't have it. Is it on certain phones? Yeah. Oh, I have like the NV two. I doubt. I, yeah, I have a Motorola Razor. Yeah. Which, by the way, it looks nothing like this. It looks nothing like... Yeah. Well, okay. My dad got an extra one, <laughs> and he, we both had T-Mobile, and he was canceling his to go to Verizon, which he I don't think he likes. Oh, yeah. Which I find very funny. Um, just because... Um, some of the things they were complaining about, they got fixed, but then they started getting those weird charges that Verizon says, don't you hate it when other people give you weird charges yeah. on your phone? I get freaking data charges for doing nothing. No, yeah. And they're only, they're only like $1.99, and, you know, it's not like, okay, extra $1.99, is it worth it me calling and sitting on the phone for 15 minutes? Well, Probably not. In the long run, though, that's $1.99, though, John, that right, you could save. I and I, I usually call, but... <laughs> What, what, okay, what did they say, what did they tell you it's for? When I called them? Yeah, the dollar nine hundred. Because my dad, my dad told me what it was, and he said it's stupid. We're not fucking using whatever yeah. you think it is that we're using. It's a data charge, but I don't know if you get it from. It's not from texting. Yeah, I don't know if it's from like if you get sent like a picture or something. But even that's just considered a picture text. Yeah, that should be part of the text, yeah. not the. I would think. When I think of that, I think of, like, if, say, I went on my internet or whatever on my phone, or I went and, like, downloaded a song. Yeah. Which I don't do. Yeah. Because I have a little memory chip that I can take out of my phone and put on my computer, load up the songs, and put on my phone. Right. You know. So. But then I'll call them and they'll be like, oh, yeah, that's our mistake. But I don't understand. See, but see, that's, do you have, no, you do not have Verizon, do you? I do have Verizon. Oh, you do have Verizon. Yeah. See, I think that's that's the thing that I think is very ironic for my for my parents. And I think they just put it on there sometimes because some people don't look at their bill and they just say, "Well, we'll just get an extra two dollars here." Yeah, you know? I'm. I agree. One time, we got we got our bill, and uh, Amanda and I share the same plan. So, mm-hmm. and um, she for some reason she deals with that bill. I get all the other bills. Oh, it's because it's in her name. Because gotcha. I transferred my number over to her plan. Her plan was better. Whatever. Anyway. Um, the joys of marriage. Um, and there was an extra, like, $75 charge on there. What? Yeah, and it said... And she calls me at work. She's like, John, what have you been downloading on your phone? And I'm like, what are you talking about? I don't, I don't. Why would I download anything from my phone? She's like, it says you're downloading music. It's like, man, I can put music on my phone from my computer for free. Yeah. And it said I had, like, all these music downloads. So I call the people from work, and I, I don't have the bill in front of me. I'm like, I don't know what's going on, but my wife doesn't like talking on the phone to people she doesn't know, so I got to deal with it. 
which I don't care. And the, the lady starts laughing. She's like, yeah, this is a mistake. It says that you downloaded the Miley Cyrus song, blah, 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 like 40 different times. <laughs> wow. John, I didn't know you were a fan of Miley Ray Cyrus. Yeah. Which, you know her new song out right now? Something about the hill or something. Something like... It's it's like an inspirational sort of... I don't know. Uh, no, that's that's something else. Okay. It's something like in the... In the She's like nodding your head like yeah, moving your hips like yeah. In the she shake in the Jay Z song, talking about a Jay Z song on the radio or something. I'm not hit to that groove. I I had only heard it like twice, but the first time it came on, I was like, "Who is this?" Because it's not that bad of a song. It's got a good like beat to it, beat to it, and like the melody in the background with the guitar. Mm-hmm. Whenever there's a song that has a good good guitar. Oh part, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I automatically have a liking to it yeah and uh I was like who the hell is this and I can listen to it more and listen to it more and I'm like shit this is Miley Cyrus damn it why do I even you know have <laughs> some sort of what does that say I just totally realized that yeah we have had people w- w- talking in the room uh, in in our live room, anything that we missed? Um, keep doing impressions. Oh God! Where are these guys from? What do you mean, where are these guys from? Uh, someone asked, "Where are these guys from?" Meaning us? And, yes. And then oh. someone else said, "They are sent from heaven for women, for women's pleasure." <laughs> Damn right. <laughs> That's right, baby. Can they see what I tell in? If they want to look, yes. Oh, cool. Everything just froze. Yeah, it does that for buffering. She woof. Uh, the office, anyone? Man, I love Lost in Space. Hmm, not so much. I'm loving the Lakers shirt, though. <laughs> for you. Nice. That's right, baby. Love the Lakers. But now we only have one person left in the room. Oh. But, well, wait. It shows eight guests. I'm confused. It shows eight guests, but... Maybe that, maybe that person has multiple personalities. Maybe it or thinks he's eight people. I, I or she or she. We are very. Um, we do not discriminate based on sex, race, or gender. Yeah, we we don't we don't we're very sex and gender are the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> Is it really? Yeah, sex male or female or gender male or female, right? Yeah, yeah you're right. Uh, I'm an idiot. What the hell were we talking about? I have no idea. You think it's a good time for a break? Sure. (laughs) You know it's a good sign. Oh, yeah. All right, we'll be right back right after this. I've got a doodle in my noodle, and his name is Minky Boodle. Minky Boodle. Minky Boodle. Minky Boodle. Minky Boodle. I got my mojo rising. There's a poodle in my strudel. Minky Boodle. Minky Boodle. Minky Boodle. Minky Boodle. Groodle doodle, goodle moodle, poodle doodle zoodle. I'm sick of this. Minky Boodle. Shut up, Brack. No. I got stop a doodle it, in it, my noodle, it, and his it, name is Minky Boodle. Hey, hey, everybody. We're back. Yeah, lovely. Hey. Hey, uh, Cliff, how you doing? Hey, everybody. 
Hey there, buddy. Hey there, Bubba Booey. <laughs> All right, uh, we're back. Um, yeah, so we got uh, emails, Twitters, and all that stuff. And, uh, John, you know, I handled the first news section because there wasn't that much. So okay, you hit it up, sir. All right. Um, let's see here. Last week we asked listeners, what shows do they watch going on autopilot? Which means um, which shows are on TV that they like to watch that have kind of passed their prime or they're kind of bored with the show, but they like keep watching it because they want to know what happens. And Yeah. But they don't really care. Uh, Meg's. 723 replies with, CSI Miami bothers me. I don't know why I watch anymore. You know what? I would agree with that. I would agree with Even that. Even though I don't watch it every week, but... I mean, well, there's only so many times you can watch a guy take off his glasses and say yeah. Yeah. some really honky-donk line. <laughs> yeah! I love that. <laughs> he always takes off the glasses. Or, like, uh... Okay, like let, let's create our own right now, okay. hypothetically. Okay. Okay, so what would be the murder scene, John? Um, a guy is dead, face down. <laughs> I thought you were gonna stop there. <laughs> <I was> like, <laughs> a guy is dead, face down on the bathroom floor, with his something in the toilet. With his junk. There you go. So his penis has been cut off <laughs> and placed in the john. Yeah. Okay. David Crusoe would look at it and be like... <laughs> <laughs> Don't do it. You hear so walks up and... Wow, he looks a little flushed. Yeah! <laughs> Go to move again! <laughs> oh... That was pretty good. Yeah. That's what we're all about here. <laughs> the really bad CSI Miami murder scene. <laughs> there you go. Uh, let's see here. <laughs> Meanwhile, Murray Camplaw tweets, Bored to death sucks. You suck for liking it. You know, I refuse <laughs> to say what I really want to say right now. You know what? I'm not going to take the Jimmy approach to things. I'm just going to say, you know what? I respectfully disagree with you to the point where I think that you're wrong. And you <laughs> suck for not liking it. And I'm going to stop right there. Because seriously, I, I, I'm not... Yeah, why? Mm -hmm. I, I don't... It's all a matter of taste. I I, I still love the show. I, yeah. I, I absolutely love it. It's hilarious. <laughs> well, it's very weird, funny... Like, he writes a, like, he, uh, there's this really artsy-fartsy director named Janice Jam Jamus or whatever. He's a real guy. He plays himself in the, in the show. Okay. And he, J Jason Schwartzman is supposed to write a, he gets a script to go over and redo a, a, the script for him. Redo a new draft. And he makes, he gets it on with this girl who, she says she's like 20 or just turned 21. Mm -hmm. And right away you just go, oh shit, she's like 16 or something. And she, she goes, let's go back to my dad's place and we'll make out, but in his office. And you're like, oh, Jesus, this is even getting worse. And he leaves the script there, though, because he freaks out. Because he realizes once she is that young, like, it hits him, he doesn't want anything to do with her. And so he, he does. And then the father walks in when she's like, no, wait, wait, come back. And she, like, goes nude for him. Yeah. And, 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 he, and he, by that time, he's already left. Yeah. 
Well, he realizes he leaves the script there, so then he tries to get Zach Galifianakis to go in for him. And, like, he goes in there, and he's supposed to come out as soon as he can. Like, he's supposed to cry foul, saying, I'm on suicide watch, and this, this, and that, and yeah. all this other stuff. And he's just supposed to grab the script and get the fuck out, like, run the fuck out of there. And, and it ends up, he waits two hours instead of the full normal hour. Yeah. And when he comes out, he's, like, in tears, crying. And he's like, what happened in there? You were supposed to come out right away. You need to... We, I just like to go home. I would just, I would like some ice cream and a beer. You know what? I want a lot of ice cream, some pizza and a beer. I want to eat it all at once. I need, I need comfort food. I need comfort food, Jonathan. You don't understand. He went in there and gutted me like a fucking fish. <laughs> and then, of course, when he goes back and gets it, he gets a script. It's already too late. But when he meets the director, this is the, the whole point of all that was he gets the director he goes, I've already passed it to Charlie Kaufman, the guy who wrote Being John Malkovich and Adaptation. And he's had the script for four months now, but you missed it by a day. I'm really sorry. Yeah. Oh, and while he's saying all this, Jason Schwartzman is standing in the middle of like a loft. And it's an empty loft with a table full of like a laptop, a candle, yeah. Jason Schwartzman, and then riding on a bicycle with a little bicycle bell is the director. And and he just goes, okay, maybe you should stop writing and we can talk about this. He's like, no, no, I do my best thinking up here. And he's just, so he's like riding around him in circles. And halfway through every once in a while, like during a really awkward part of their conversation, he'll ring the bicycle bell. It's just very bizarre. <laughs> very bizarre stuff. Huh. So screw you if you don't like it. Um, Stan. But we like you anyway. Let's see. We don't have any voicemails. No, we don't have any voicemails. Um, those were Twitter, Twitter feeds. Let's see here. Um, meanwhile, Angus Lynn emailed us with... Uh, what is up with me saying meanwhile? I have no idea. I don't know. I think it was me just going saying, okay, transitioning to the next... <laughs> uh, she emailed us, or he, I don't, I don't know. Um, we got an email. <laughs> it said, John sounds drunk sleepy. Yes. I, 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 um, that I, was take, like I take offense to that. That was like, what, two episodes ago? I don't know. I take offense to that. Why do you I, take offense to that? Because I was just drunk. I wasn't sleepy. Now, wait, wait, wait. No, 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 no. <laughs> no, I was very sleepy that time. I had only gotten like two hours of sleep. Yeah, I was going to say. And I was drunk on sleepiness. I like what you... Okay, okay, okay. I see, I see. Actually, I don't take offense to that. I really was drunk sleepy. Oh. Wait, what? <laughs> okay, okay. I'm... Yeah. Okay, so... <laughs> if you'd like to leave us a voicemail, you can do that at 614-364-4088, or you can reach us at our Twitter feed at twitter.com forward slash goodbaggeeky. Or you can email us at goodbaggeeky at gmail.com. Or, John, they can also check us out at gbgpodcast.com and click the Contact Us link. And all that shit will be there that you can get a hold of us however the fuck you want. <laughs> oh, my um, God. Or they can also check out... <laughs> what? what? Uh, I, don't, I don't know. <laughs> no, that was like a complete tonal change, sir. I... Like, I've never heard you just verbally lash out like that with, without any impassioned conversation beforehand. It's I li- just... I like to keep it interesting. You like to keep it interesting? No, that's fine. <laughs> hey, I'm Mr. Cuss Like a Sailor. I... Yeah. Um, let's see here. What else can they do? Oh, they can go on our Facebook fan page. 
mm-hmm. interact with us there. And like we mentioned earlier, go on YouTube, check out the bathroom sessions. Just type in GBG bathroom sessions. Look at the videos. Stop comment, by, rate, favorite them. Link, yes. it, link them from other websites. Who embed them crap, onto other yeah. websites. If you have a blog, embed them on your blog. Yeah. We want to make it. We want to make it. What's the word? Viral. Viral. We want to be viral. We we want to be. We want to be like the AIDS version of YouTube videos. That bad of a virus. Everyone has it. I, you know, I'm glad that it's not me saying that for once, because <laughs> usually in a situation like this, I would be, like, after the show's done recorded, I would feel horrible for mm-hmm. saying something like that. Although, quite funny. Good job, John. The only way that you can get the... The AIDS? The, the GBG Bathroom Sessions videos... Oh, I thought you were ...would be by having anal sex... <laughs> And sharing needles. Oh my god! And it's guess, that awesome. I guess huh? you can have regular sex too, but regular sex, but it's just not. As fun. I'm just going by you know the the game. by the information I have received in the 80s. <laughs> in, the 80s <laughs> in the 80s, which has very good music. <laughs> which has very good music. <laughs> my favorite kind. Okay, that was our that, that was, was our take ten. on me. That was like, yeah. But, I mean, not only was that take on me. Take my hand. Things ain't away. Things ain't away. Alright, what else we got? Um, well, I, I like to sort of review it because everyone loves Seinfeld. Go ahead. Um, review it. Okay. I don't know. <laughs> no, it, they, they had the beginning of the Seinfeld storyline on Kirby Enthusiasm yeah. came out. It was quite funny. Was it? Yeah. Uh, apparently Larry goes to a restaurant to meet like a lot of the, the cast members and there's weird nude art on the wall. <laughs> and he says, yeah, they're trying something new but don't worry about that. Jason Alexander gets there and he look, he makes a comment about the art, but then it, it's actually very it's very funny because he makes the comment about well anything can make up for that horrible finale that was a horribly stupid finale, uh, and and Larry's like it was horrible you said you loved it at the time blah 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 blah, and then it comes down to they start arguing over what the tip is which is you know typical Seinfeld in, Indian curb your enthusiasm stuff. They, he asks, what's her name, Dreyfus, at her home. She says yes. Jerry says yes, but only if everyone else agrees. Yeah. And they get to Michael Richards. And you're waiting for a comment about the racism thing. And what's funny is is that Larry is talking to him, <laughs> but Michael is looking at the art on the wall, and he's 100% distracted because he looks over, and there's a boob shot. And he looks over, there's an ass shot, and he looks over, there's a pushy shot. He looks over again, there's the boob shot again. Uh-huh. And so Larry's talking to him, and Michael's just like going, Oh, yeah, yeah. Are you paying attention to me? Huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you think <laughs> it's good? What's good? What, what, I've been, what I've been talking to you about? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and finally he just, he just gets up. <laughs> so the best part of the whole thing is when they get there... 
somehow there's a snafu. Larry yells at the head of NBC. <laughs> uh, which, yeah, and so the show, the reunion special might not happen. And when uh-huh. he's telling them all that, everyone's there but Kramer or Michael okay. Richards. Okay. And they're all just chewing him out. Like, who does that? Who who yells at someone who has whatever problem the guy who I don't remember what it was. It wasn't really to me that important. And then Michael Richards shows up and he just goes, Oh hey, what's everybody doing here? Technically. <laughs> it's like you don't know? No, yeah. It's really nice to see you all again. Like he's just very surprised. He's uh-huh. like the Seinfeld reunion is on. We're doing a reunion? <laughs> like He's like, yeah, I, I told you about. See, they're all mad at him anyway. It's like further fuel for the fire. <laughs> it, it was, it was just, it was really funny. And also, the only reason why he's doing it in the first place is that in his mind, his ex-wife Cheryl, who he still horribly loves, yeah. is an is being back into acting again. And he uh-huh. thinks if he does a Seinfeld reunion, he can cast her as George's ex-wife, who he's trying to win back by doing the Seinfeld Chronicles for NBC, which, you remember, it was a show within a show within a show. Yeah, yeah. Now it's the show within the show within the show within the show within the show. <laughs> and, of course, though, <laughs> the big twist is Jerry Seinfeld got Meg Ryan to play George's ex-wife. Okay. And she, she shows up. And she shows up. Oh, yeah. And so, so Meg Ryan's probably going to be in the finale. I mean, it's really that's bizarre. Funny. Yeah, so really funny stuff. Um, huh. Beyond that, that's all I really had to say. The thing, though, we've not talked about this yeah. entire episode. Yeah. I, I just thought it could be maybe conversation. If not, it could just be something we just mentioned really briefly. Sure, sure. But the David Letterman thing. Right. Did you watch last night? No, I didn't. For those who don't know, David Letterman pulled out his winky, had some fun with some girls. Now, now it's happened before he was married. Yeah. Um, see, I was kind of confused. Was it when he was with his wife well, that he's with now? Well, yes. Okay. But they weren't married. They've been dating since 1988 or so. Okay, okay. And the, the way I've understood it is that David's always sort of been a really, he's not really been the guy for, you know, commitment or whatever. Yeah. And that's, and that's kind of been a joke, I think. That's, it's always, well, that's the thing. No one really knows because he keeps his private life private. Sure. So, but I've always been in the assumption that it was sort of half a joke, sort of not. So if he was dating this girl, yeah, it wasn't a hundred percent serious as it was until the kid was born. Yeah, and at that point, I don't think he was. Oh, sure. Yeah, yeah I, I think I all this would have happened way long before. Yeah, and anything was way serious. And what? I mean, yeah, they've been since nineteen eighty eight, but you know, before kids were involved, before you know, marriage and all that like, stuff. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, he's he. I find it funny that the producer actually. I, I read details where they said the way the producer that who's extorting the money from him did it is he left a package lying out in the open for him to find, yeah. and in the package was a script treatment. A script treatment in Hollywood is where it's like a a screenplay, but it's a synopsis, like a two to thirty page synopsis of what's going to happen in the film. Yeah, and it was the uh, David Letterman scandal was the name of the script. Okay. And the treatment detailed how he was going to destroy his life and his career. Okay. And the funny thing is, is that Letterman brought it up Wednesday or Thursday of last week. Right. And then, and then, yeah, Thursday. Then it sort of did, people mentioned it. Yeah. But no one knew what was going on. And then this weekend, it blew up. Right. So then Monday night, last night, he discussed, he, he talked about it very openly, very frankly. He, uh, why are you talking about? Okay, last time was something different. 
Well, last night, Larry, Thursday, he brought it up on his show, right? Well, he mentioned the extortion. Okay. And he and he just he just public he just very quickly admitted in one little small line, yes, some of the stuff that the gentleman said is is correct. It's true. Mm-hmm. I don't want to lie to you people. Right. But uh, then he, I just remember he just man, he starts doing a little voice making fun of the producer, like and I'm just going to start you for the money. I want the money now. Yeah. Okay. And then Friday, I don't remember him mentioning it. Oh, no. It's probably damage control at that point. And then tonight he mentioned again, but this time it's all jokes. Yeah. At his own expense, which Letterman's always been that way. But, sure. I mean, he mentioned stuff like, uh, so uh, the weekend went by pretty fast for you people, huh? You know, and and then uh, what was some of the other things he said? You like a story? <laughs> this, uh, this started uh, three weeks ago uh, yesterday. And uh, I got up. Uh, I get up early, and I come to work early. And I go out, and I get into my car. And in the, the back seat of my car is a, a package I, I don't recognize and have never seen before, and, and don't usually receive packages six in the morning in the back of my car. <laughs> I, I guess you can. I guess some people do. So uh, I get to, to looking through it, and uh, there's a, a letter uh, in the package. And it's, uh, it says that uh, uh, I know that you do some terrible, terrible things. And I can prove that you do these terrible things. And sure enough, contained in the package was stuff to prove that I do terrible things. Uh, it's six in the morning. And maybe this looks better to you at noon. <laughs> oh, wow. Oh, God. But, but six in the morning, all you can think about is every terrible thing you've ever done in your entire life. <laughs> so uh, I uh, go through it, and I study it. And what this is, is uh, a guy is going to write a screenplay about me. And, you know, it, that's good news for anyone, isn't it, really? <laughs> And he's going to take all of the terrible stuff that he knows about my life. And he seems to, in this packet, uh, there seems to be quite a lot of terrible stuff he knows about. And he's going to put it into a a movie uh, unless I give him some money. Yeah. I'm like you. I think, really, that's a little, and this is the word I actually use, that's a little hinky. Um, so, so I, I just want to reiterate how terrifying this moment is. Because okay, you get the general gist of that, and then okay, stop, Letterman. Okay, and this is the actual monologue. If it'll load up, while we're waiting for it to load, ironically, Bored to Death just got picked up for season two. The ratings were so high, so suck it. I'm sorry. That was that was a little mean. I'm fine with that. Okay. Late show with Darren Lehman. Here's the monologue. Pretty interesting stuff. Thank you very much. <laughs> did uh, did your weekend just fly by? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, (laughs) 
I'll be honest with you folks, right now I would give anything to be hiking on the Appalachian Trail. Yeah. I, I got into the car this morning and the navigation lady wasn't speaking to me. Huh. <laughs> Oi. And, and don't don't kid yourself. Uh, things are still pretty bad. There's a, a possibility that I'll be the first talk show host impeached. So, <laughs> not where you want to be. Yeah, like, but uh, I don't know. I just yeah. It's fall here in New York City, and uh, I spent the whole weekend raking my hate mail. <laughs> and it's. Cold, cold, too. It's, I mean, it's chilly outside my house, chilly inside my house. Uh, I'm back. I mean, yeah. <laughs> by, by the way, ladies and gentlemen, for legal reasons, I need to inform you people here tonight that this entire exchange is being videotaped. So be <laughs> careful. You know, oh, you know, your day is going well when you're saying to a cop, "Now, nah, now, nah, you're sure he can't see me through the mirror?" Oh. Is that? That's a no. <laughs> I want to tell you the whole thing. The whole thing is surreal because uh, normally, when I'm shaken down for money, it's you know, it's my relatives. So it's, uh, it's crazy. Yeah, you get the general gist. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's just a little. And the thing is, is that he is now crushing Conan O'Brien. Yeah. So he he is his own Hugh Grant moment. Sure. Which that leads to the other thing. Like, I I don't know. Did, did that come off creepy to you in a way? What? How he handled that? Like in some, like it's it's funny because right. that's always how Dave is. But like, it does come off a little. It's a masterstroke of of genius with a side of creepiness on the side. Yeah, yeah. It's just I don't know. Like that. That's how I look at it. Yeah, I agree. I mean, and, and he did apologize later on. He apologized to his wife, saying like, you know, there are some things. It, I'll be honest with you, folks. Thing, things you can be things can be fixed with somebody when you make a mistake. Other times it can't be fixed. And I'm going to try my darnest. I have a lot of work to do. Yeah. But I'm sorry to all my fans. I'm sorry to my wife. And I'm also sorry for people who currently work with me on the show who that brings a lot of chaos to. Right. So, I mean, he, he eventually got serious about it. But sure. everyone else in the show, Mar- uh, Steve Martin and Martin Short, apparently had one thing where they came out. And, yeah, I mean, Martin Short sat on Steve Martin's lap and, and said, um, don't get too close. Does this seem familiar to you or anything like that? And, which and Letterman handled it apparently very well. I, you know, that's funny. Yeah, it's so it's just I don't know. I just find it to be very weird. Like, yeah. I mean, do you think any less of Letterman for it? Like, would you not watch a show because of it? I don't know. Probably not. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I mean, would. I yeah. I, Does that make you want to watch a show to see what he's going to say? Um, possibly. Actually, yeah. Interesting. Interesting. I mean, I don't see. I don't know where I where I am on the whole thing because by the time I get home, I'm catching up on shows. So by the time yeah. I'm done, literally Craig is starting. Right. And I tape Craig every night, so I, I end up watching Craig. 
Craig's response was also funny because he goes, so you probably know how I got the job. And <laughs> wow! <laughs> and I just want you to know that usually when something, when you probably know about my boss, David Letterman, and you must understand how horribly hard it is for you right now because my job as a late night host details taking the day's top news story and ripping it apart and destroying it comically. Right. But in this case. I have to find a way to do that, but keep my job. <laughs> and it, it's pretty much what the whole opening right from the very beginning does. And, and he doesn't really try to... He right. doesn't bring it up anymore beyond that. Right. And apparently, like, Drew Carey brought it up to Cone O'Brien. Cone O'Brien's like, no comment. He like, he doesn't want to... Yeah. I just, I just find it... And Jay Leno took some pot shots on him, uh, apparently, last night. Yeah. Too, on his 10 o'clock show. Um, How'd they go over the crowd loved it. Really? Yeah. He he just goes. Uh, by the way, by the way, everybody. Um. Uh, hey, uh, you know, if, if you if you think you're uh, looking for some uh, sexual good times, you know, I think you're in the wrong studio audience. <laughs> yeah, I, I yeah. That's my deservedly bad Jay Leno impersonation. <laughs> hey, everybody, I got some cars. You know, got to dive around in cars. Pretty close, really. Yeah. Hey, I got a big chin. What do you think of that? Yeah. God, I hate Jay Leno. But um, but yeah, I I don't know. I think it's a oddly weird bless. I think. Oh, okay. Think about this. What if the whole thing was planned? What do you mean by who? David Letterman? Yeah. Could, I, I don't know. I mean, I guess it's possible. But what if him and his wife had this whole thing cooked up the entire time for his his Mia Cupola against Conan O'Brien? I mean, Conan O'Brien, the NBC tried the whole, hey, it's where Conan O'Brien's the, the official king of late night, even though his ratings are barely beating yeah, Dave. Yeah. I don't know. I'm just throwing that out there. Just I mean, honestly, it doesn't look like Letterman's really... I mean, yeah, there might be certain people out there that won't watch a show or something, but... I mean, this is, I mean, obviously, I think it's helping him just by viewer-wise. I mean, he's getting more people watching him, and um, I don't think, uh, I cannot remember where I was going with that. Oh, Sleepy John is coming out to play. Damn it. Um, no, what was I trying to say? Um, well... Well, I mean, let me, well, let me ask this, though. Oh, does it make me think less of him? Is that what you said? Yeah. Well, see, I mean, it's... I mean, the fact... I don't want to say, like, I'm okay in that he, you know... Did that. Did that while he was with another woman or woman or something. He was with his girlfriend since 88, and obviously this had happened between then and now, you know? Mm-hmm. But... I mean, I guess it's not that he's breaking... He, I mean, he didn't, like, break the law or anything. And it's kind of his, you know, thing he has to deal with. But it might hurt him. I don't think it's really hurting him as far as, um, you know, his show or anything like that. I think. Did, now, do you think that he did the right thing in how he handled it? I think so. I, I mean... If I was the fact being... that he came out and talked about it, I think, is a good thing. And I guess... He beat him to the punch. Yeah, oh, definitely. 
yeah, as long as, you know, if you get it out there before anybody else can get it out there and, and uh, bend, bend the truth, you know. On your bef- own Yeah, before terms. anybody else can bend the truth or, yeah, you tell them what, you basically tell them what you want them to hear. And then anything else that anyone else says, it's almost like they're, you know, lying to you because, well, Dave Letterman said that, that this happened and he told us first. And he was honest about it. Rather than, you know, it comes out in the news and then David Letterman comes on three days later and says, this is what happened, but... Oops. Yeah. I was walking along and there was my intern and I just happened to, you know, do it with her. Yeah. (laughs) But, yeah, I I mean, I don't know how I feel. I'm still sort of weirded out by it a little. Mm -hmm. I mean, I don't... I'm still going to... If I would watch the show, I would watch the show still. Yeah. Yeah, um, exactly. I don't really watch the show, but... But, I mean, when I was watching that, like, it did feel a little uncomfortable yeah. watching the monologue. Just, I don't know. Felt weird. So, but, yeah, if you have any thoughts on that, email us, goodbaggy at gmail.com, or uh, voicemail 614-364-4088, or, uh, or twitter.com forward slash goodbaggy, or our mm-hmm. Facebook page. Hell, you can just try commenting on our GBG bathroom sessions on YouTube. Maybe we might look at it there and go, oh, hey, yay. <laughs> there we go. Oh, yeah, that's pretty much it. Yeah, anything? Yeah, no, nothing else to add? All right. Yeah. Hmm. I guess I oh, I, we have ran the gauntlet, my friends. We have. We have gone the miracle mile. Whatever the hell that means. <laughs> All right. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Bye. Something. This is a happy place. What the fuck am I supposed to say? <laughs> what the song is that?